This is Frank Dominguez for the WDAV Piedmont Arts Podcast. Handel's Oratorio Messiah is one of the most beloved cultural perennials of the Christmas season. Numerous performances are scheduled for our area this December. I've asked two musicians well acquainted with the work to join me to discuss its enduring appeal and its unique power to inspire. My guests are Barbara Crumdeek of the North Carolina Baroque Orchestra and Kenny Potter, Director of Choruses with the Charlotte Symphony, Director of Choral Activities at Wingate University, and Artistic Director of the Charlotte Master Chorale. Thank you both for joining me. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Barbara, let's start with you. Your ensemble plays this work frequently. WDAV has recordings in our library of North Carolina Baroque Orchestra performing Messiah with David Tang's chorus Vox, Mm -hmm. uh, also with the Davidson College Choral Arts Society, which you're doing again this year. What is it that your group, brings to this masterpiece that makes you so much in demand. I think that everybody in our group is very excited to play this piece. I've talked to them about this. There's sort of a joke amongst instrumentalists uh, at this time of year, how many messiahs are you doing? But the people that are in my group are all excited to be doing it every single time. We have the opportunity to work with different directors and different choirs. The more that I play this piece as a cellist, the more aware I am of the opportunities to follow the text in my articulation on the cello so that I'm basically copying what the singers are doing. And Mm. it's so exciting to play in that way. And I think that this is something that a Baroque orchestra thinks about a lot is, is working with the text. And what better text is there than the Messiah? Let me ask you to explain what a Baroque orchestra is, because some folks may assume that it has to do with repertory, but it's a little bit more than that, right? Right, yes. So we play on what we call period instruments. They're not all old instruments. Some of them are copies of old instruments, but they're set up like the instruments from the Baroque period. The strings are all made with sheep gut, and the bows are different. So the sound an articulation is very different than what you would hear with a modern orchestra. Not as loud, and the wind instruments have a very different sound quality, especially the oboes sound a lot different than a modern oboe. And I imagine it's uh, quite appropriate for Messiah since they're instruments that are similar to those that would have been used. Exactly, yeah. They are the, they're replicas of those instruments. And we play at a, half a step lower than modern pitch at A415. The wind instruments are pitched at that. We have, um, in this group, we have a theorbo player. And some of you may know what that is, but that's basically a lute with a six-foot-long neck and bass strings. It's an amazing instrument. It's quite a thing to see. We've had it in the studio here at WDAV, and it's quite impressive. (laughs) Yeah, and and the the theorbo players are always very popular. (laughs) And we have harpsichord and um, chamber organ for this performance along with the Thuarbo and the other bass instruments. Kenny, like Barbara, you've performed this work many times as a conductor. Beyond the popular demand, uh, what keeps you coming back to it? What keeps drawing you back to this work? Every time I open the score to prepare, I learn something new. There are so many layers to this work. Uh, It's so dense in both the story and music, uh, and it's just... Uh, enriching uh, to continue to explore new layers and new ways to perform it. When Barbara talked about what she enjoys about playing the piece, she mentioned the communication she gets to experience with the singers. 
what do you as a choral specialist especially enjoy about working with the orchestra in a piece like this? It's the collaboration between the instrumentalists, the singers, the conductor, even the audience, and the the experience that we all enjoy uh, from from a really fine performance. Kenny, you and I have uh, had several interviews over the years, and I remember one time telling you how much I admired your conducting of Messiah when you did it with the Charlotte Symphony and the chorus. And one of the things I really enjoyed about it is that you really made the story clear for me. Uh, That's something that I'm not sure I ever really appreciated in other performances that I attended. Uh, It's a really good story. There's a reason that Handel was an opera composer before he started writing oratorios. So uh, how do you uh, get that out of the piece? It's really interesting to me that you're able to do that. Well, when... Handel put this together with Charles Jennings. It was written in such a way where there were chapters. So there are parts that people understand. There's part one, part two, part three. But then there are scenes within those parts. And so I, like you just said, I try to treat this uh, from an operatic perspective of, of how to capture the flow of the story. How do you approach conducting an orchestra like this for this work as opposed to what you did when we performed the Brahms Requiem a few weeks back? I work with the orchestra to try to attain an 18th century sound, and many of these players have been playing it for a long time, uh, as long as I've been conducting Messiah or longer. And so we actually work together and try to uh, draw ideas off of each other. I love this music. It Every time I play it, I just feel filled with joy. And I'm not making that up. That is exactly how I feel. It's new every single time. And the reason this piece is so popular is because it's really good. The tunes are great. The message is great. The way that Handel composed the text along with the shapes of the music is amazing. And I I, I don't think you can really be feeling depressed when you're playing the Messiah. (laughs) What do you think would surprise audience members to learn about your experiences performing Messiah so frequently? I think that they probably would feel surprised to to know how new it feels every time we do it and how really thrilled we are to have these opportunities. For the people in my group anyway, nobody's saying, ugh, another Messiah, I can't wait to get home. We're all really looking forward to it. And what about you, Kenny? What's a fun fact that would surprise audiences about your Messiah experiences over many years? I think the first time that I conducted Worthy is the Lamb uh, with the Charlotte Symphony and Charlotte Symphony Chorus, Uh, and you get to that uh, climactic uh, moment in the last, on the last page, uh, where they, they sing Amen for the last time, and the, the thrill of just hearing that chord ring um, at, at, the, at the very end of this, this wonderful work is, is probably one of my favorite memories. And you'll get to hear it again several times as you perform it with the North Carolina Baroque Orchestra. My guests have been Barbara Crumdeek, director of the North Carolina Baroque Orchestra, and also Kenny Potter, director of the Charlotte Master Chorale. Both organizations collaborate on several performances of Messiah this season, December 7th and 8th at 7.30 p.m. at First United Methodist Church in Charlotte, 
and Sunday, December 9th at 4 p.m. at First Baptist Church in Gastonia. There's a link to more information about the performances at the Piedmont Arts podcast page at WDAV.org and listings for some of the other Area Messiah performances on the events calendar at WDAV.org. Barbara and Kenny, thanks for speaking with me. Absolutely. Always good to be here. Thank you so much for having us. And my thanks to the folks at WFAE for the use of their Spirit Square studio for this interview. For the Piedmont Arts Podcast, I'm Frank Dominguez. Subscribe to this podcast at wdav.org slash subscribe. And follow us on Facebook for classical music news, humor, and programming updates. WDAV is a service of Davidson College supported by listeners like you. Find us on the radio at 89.9 FM and HD1, streaming at wdav.org, or on our mobile app, available at Google Play and the iTunes App Store. Thanks for listening.